Hello, magical human. Welcome to Madison Mindset, the podcast, where we explore the galaxy within. If you've been feeling stuck, stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, and been desiring more in life, you've come to the right place. My name is Madison. I am a life, mindset, and spirituality coach, a yoga and meditation teacher, and a published author. This podcast covers all things personal development, mindset, spirituality, self-love, creating your dream life, moving your body, meditation, and so much more. I am so grateful for your presence here. You are so needed in this world. Now let's dive in to the galaxy within. Hello, magical human, and welcome back to another Madison Mindset episode. Today, we are going to be doing a little bit of a chat about balance, right? We hear this word so often, so many people, you know, when I start working with clients, I'm like, what are your goals? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm just looking for more balance in my life, the work-life balance. And I'm like, great. What does that mean? No, no one really knows what they mean when they say that. You know, they think, you know, it means something like even amount of time on with time off. And we all know that's kind of not achievable. Not really, because, you know, there's always something to do. So I thought we'd just bust some misconceptions about balance and what it actually looks like and where I kind of look at balance from, because you have to look at it with a realistic, you know, even a magical element, (laughs) you know, it's realistically magical, (laughs) makes so much sense. Anyway, write that one down, realistically magical. All right, let's talk about what balance actually is. When I'm talking about balance, I'm talking energy, right? Balance is about energy. Where is your energy going? Are you protecting your energy? You know, so balance is more about the protecting of your energy and the coming back to that you know, kind of mid-range or balance point, you know, so it's not necessarily about eliminating what stresses you out, right? Because life is here to challenge you, you know, and people struggle. They're like, oh, well, work is so stressful and this is so stressful and this is hard and I want to feel this way. Yes, things do get hard. We can't exactly eliminate those things. You know, you came into this lifetime to be challenged and to grow and to do that, we need to struggle. We absolutely do. So things are going to stress you out. That's fine. The point is we're supposed to pick what stresses us out, right? So if your job is just a major stress for you and you don't enjoy it, then that's your responsibility to fix that. No one else is going to come and save you from that. If you don't like your job, it's not for you, you know? So This is another way, you know, looking at more of the spirituality element in this, we're looking at the balance of all life. You know, life is constantly in balance and we need both sides of the coin to continue to function, right? Just for an example, you've got the sun and the moon, light and dark, up and down, left and right, masculine, feminine, 
dry, wet, hot, cold, in, out. Right, you kind of get the idea. You know, rise and fall. We're all in balance. Summer, winter. All of it is balanced out and it has to be. You know, so when we're looking at balance, yes, we need chill and calm and flow and all of the beautiful things, but we also need action and fire and passion, right? So let's look at some misconceptions here. Let's just bust some things. Number one is what I always hear. Balance means always being balanced. No, no, it's not about always being balanced. It's about coming back to balance. And that might sound like the same thing. It's not. Okay. I cannot always be balanced. That's not possible. It's not going to happen, right? Sometimes things are going to get hectic and you're going to have to deal with them. But the key is not remaining in that stress. It's actually coming back to your balance point. You know, same thing when you go on a holiday and you're in this super chill, you know, everything's good kind of mindset. Eventually, you're going to come back to balance. And it's your choice where you set that balance line, you know, what feels balanced for you. But the idea is achieving coming back to balance and that kind of, um, you know, being okay with leaving a certain situation and coming back to your homeostasis, your normal. Okay, another little myth here, work-life balance is achievable. No. I mean, to an element, yes, like you can like we definitely don't want a life that's all about work, you know, but to be honest, I just don't like these words like work life, meaning you grind and do things you hate 50% of the time. And then the other side, you get to live your life. That's what it sounds like. Work life balance. No, your life is always you are in your life right now, whether you're listening to this at work, on your way to work, whether you're at home, whatever you're doing, this is your life. So that work-life balance, no, it should just be a life balance. Your work should be part of your life, right? Like why are we separating work? It just makes it sound bad. Even saying work-life balance, we all know which side of that coin we'd rather be on, right? Do you want to be on the work side? No, not when it's stated like that. It's a life balance, you know, and maybe you do go to a job that's a nine to five or whatever it is, but ideally it's something that you like and the hours are reasonable, right? And if you're working nine to five, you don't get to bring work home. You know, that comes into boundary setting as well. How many hours are you working? How many hours are you resting? You do need to come back to balance. Balance is the key to everything. It's the key to health. That's a big one right? If you're going to spend all of your time stressing and working, there is no time for health. And if you, there is no time for health, that's going to show up. You know, maybe in a month you might get sick. Maybe in a year you might get sick. Maybe 10 years down the road from now, the inflammation in your body will just, just explode. You know, something will happen. So that's what it's about for me. And it's definitely not a constant state. It's another myth, right? It's not a constant state. We've kind of spoke about that. It's not. You're going to move. Okay, and a great example of this, it's something I like to talk to my clients about. If you imagine a seesaw, you know, you've got a seesaw. There's two ends, right? You need two people 
to play on the seesaw, right? You can try and play on it by yourself, but you're going nowhere. We have all tried that. You know, little little kids trying to bounce on the seesaw. It doesn't work. You need two people on the seesaw. And what's more is you need the same kind of weight on the seesaw, you know? Like if you've got, I don't know if you ever as a child went on the seesaw with a parent. Obviously, there's a big size difference there. It was quite hard for you to come back to the ground. You know, a lot of things need to be worked out there. And there's this moment. Let's assume that you've got two kids the same age on the seesaw and they're going up and down. There's this moment where neither of you are on the ground. Neither of you are all the way up in the air. You're kind of just hovering. You're balanced. You're looking at each other. There's no one further up or further down. You're looking at each other. That's the balance. That's it. It's okay for the seesaw to move. You know, each of you need to take turns touching the ground for the whole system to work. Right? That's your life. That's literally your life. You know, you are constantly bouncing between masculine, feminine, flow, busy, action, inaction, you know, and you need both of them. It's not a bad thing to be on either side of the seesaw. You just need to come back to balance. Otherwise, it's like the parent with the kid on the seesaw again, you know, in that stuck, no one can move, energy is kind of stagnant. I hope that makes sense. That's kind of the way I look at it. Are you letting your seesaw move? You know, neither side is bad. You know, going a little bit deeper into this, what does it look like to be in balance? You know your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems, right? Parasympathetic is your flow, rest, digest, restore system. Your sympathetic nervous system is known as the fight or flight. It's the go system. It's the system you're in if you're stressed and busy. Now, the sympathetic nervous system has kind of made a bad name for itself because we're all in it. We're all stressed and we're like, just get out of your fight or flight system. Well, that's silly. We need this system, right? We need the fight or flight system. You know, don't have a goal to stay out of your fight or flight system. If we didn't have that system, we would not be alive today. The human race would have died out a long time ago, right? We need it. It's your survival point. It's why you get out of bed in the morning. It's your sense of action. It's your passion. If you're going to go for a goal, this is where you kick your goals from. You know, you need this system. When you go to the gym, unless you're doing yoga or meditation or something that I love to do at the gym, you're in your sympathetic nervous system. And this is good. This is a good system. It's your action system. The problem is that all of us are walking around on the parasympathetic, on the sympathetic side of the nervous system, sorry, we are all wearing a shirt that says sympathetic nervous system, I'm stressed. And we've all forgotten that there's another nervous system. And it's not about escaping sympathetic and only being in parasympathetic. It's just about finding the balance. You know, before you go to sleep at night, you want to be in parasympathetic. If you're in a yoga class, you want to be in parasympathetic. Meditation, parasympathetic. When you're being mindful, when you're gardening with the kids, when you're doing whatever you're doing, parasympathetic. It should be the one we spend the most time in. This is the only system where your body gets to heal, right? If you're always in sympathetic, your body is literally waiting 
for a giant bear to come out and attack you. That is the reaction in the body. So if your nervous system is waiting for a bear to eat you, do you think it cares about your digestion? Do you think it cares about going to, you know, kill that cell in your body that just went a little bit rogue? No, it doesn't care about that because that's not an instant threat, right? Caveman brain, seriously. That's why we want to get, you know, how people say you've got to get out of the sympathetic nervous system, out of fight or flight. You do, you do need it. So don't make it a goal to never go in it, you know, but you do need to come back to balance because if you don't, if you spend all your time in sympathetic nervous system, you'll end up sick, stressed, tired. You will not have enjoyed life. If you're in parasympathetic, you will have done nothing. You know, you'd be super chill, flowing around, not really having enough motivation to get up and do anything, but, you know, really enjoying life, you know, just things are kind of chill, but you wouldn't have actually done anything and we wouldn't be alive today. So you can see how they work together. There's your balance. The key is finding the right system to be in at the right time. And after you're done running from the bear, come back to your balance, right? So let's chat a little bit about how to find more balance. Right. Hopefully you understand what balance is. Okay. Don't say work-life balance anymore. It's silly. Okay. Silly. Not, it's not achievable and it makes us feel like we can't do it. Stay away from it. Here's five tips to find more balance. Number one, alone time. Yep. Alone time. Get some time in your own space. And this means without the technology, you plus phone or TV or laptop does not count as alone time. You're not alone. You've got the entire world, the advertising companies, the friends, the, the phone calls, the busy everything. Everything is at your face. Be alone. Read a book. Sit. Meditate. Go for a walk without the phone, without the noise. You know, the more time you take alone, the more time you have to reflect And the noise of the mind quietens. And that's when you can think more clearly and you can come back to your center. Tip two, journaling. Journal as often as you can. What's going on for you? Why are you stressed? Let's let's write it out. You know, get it out on paper. Write about what's bothering you. Figure it out, you know. Your brain will keep replaying things until you write it down. Write it down, get it out of your being and onto a physical piece of paper. Everything looks better on a bit of paper. You know, one of my clients was saying to me like, oh, you know, I've got so much to do today. Ah, And I was like, okay, write it down. And she wrote it down and she messaged me later and she said, once I wrote it down, it didn't look that bad. <laughs> it's literally, we make things so much bigger than they are, right? She wrote it down. She was like, oh, that's actually totally doable. I'm fine. You know, so write things down. Tip number three, know what system you're in. Connect with your nervous system. Don't let your nervous system do it alone. You know, it's doing so much for you and it's doing it all on autopilot. You don't have to think about a thing. You know, there are people who have lived their entire lives not even knowing about the nervous system. You know, but if you know it's there, you can start to Almost be like a partner in crime with your nervous system. 
So if you're stressed and you go, wow, I'm in this in the sympathetic, this fight or flight nervous system at the moment, and it doesn't feel good, I'm going to take a few breaths. It's gotten a little bit too much. I want to keep taking action, but I don't want to feel shortness of breath and just scared. So I'm just going to take a few breaths. You know, really connect. Come back to that balance. Tip number four, self-care. Self-care is a big one and it's one of those hype words at the moment, but it's so much more than facials and baths with rose petals. It's more about taking time every single day, even if it's not elegant, it doesn't need to be Instagram worthy. All right. I got stuck in this for a long time. I was like, why would I bother, you know, drawing cards or journaling if it's, if I can't get a good picture for the gram, who cares? It's not about that. It's about you taking care of you. Do something for you. Tip number five, schedule balance into your day. Schedule your day. Be smart about it. What do you have on? You know, get your big things done that you have to do. Absolutely. But also schedule time to rest and to do something you love, something that brings you joy. Okay, that is it. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it feels good and you're kind of connecting with that and you're like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Use it. Share this with someone who needs it. If you know there's someone in your life who's trying to achieve balance and they're struggling, this episode might be able to help them. So send it along to them. I hope you have the best rest of your day. I'm so grateful for you. I will chat to you in the next episode. Love to you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Madison Mindset, the podcast. If this podcast inspired you or you feel called to, please leave a review and share this podcast. I'd love to chat with you about this episode. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Madison underscore mindset. And finally, please help me spread the love by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. And make sure you tag me so I can send you all my love. Enjoy the rest of your day and remember to live as the powerful being you are. Go out there and create magic. I love you. See you next time.